Okay, I'll do the intro. Because you, you complained about the energy last time. No, 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 I won't complain. You you can have a go. No, I don't want to have a go. I'll, no, your energy, I like your energy. No, you don't. No, I don't. You go terrible. first, let's see what your energy is. Hello, welcome to Shame Delicious. Delicious. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> what? I'm trying to... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Shame is Delicious with your host, Darren Harriet, and my sidekick, Ishan Akbar. Wow. Sidekick. Why? Sidekick, I quite like sidekick. Cause it, Why? Because it feels like sidekick, they're always the more loved characters. Oh yeah, everybody loves Robin over Batman. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah of course they Actually, do. Actually, it's just Robin just doesn't get the commissions. Say that again? Robin doesn't get commissions. He didn't get commissioned for his own show, but on Batman Robin, he's the real star. Yeah, because Robin is so popular, he doesn't get a commission for his own show. No, that no, makes he's sense. popular, but they won't give it to him because they've invested too much in Batman. Oh, okay. I like how you think this was sort of like power struggle at DC, where they're like, <laughs> we can't just have another Robin show because... <laughs> I know nothing about DC and Marvel. It's not my thing. Yeah, it's embarrassing that you don't know anything about. Sorry, sorry. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold you on. heard me. It, you think it's more embarrassing that you, at your big age, at your big age, know about DC and Marvel and the fact that I don't, that's embarrassing. Where's your sense of fun? You know, DC, everything in here, everything that you can see, the, the light sort of decoration, it's all sort of Marvel, it's anime. D yeah, it's all me. Because I'm, I'm a fun guy. I have a great sense of fun. Where's your sense of fun for, for anything outside da of... Da ooh, Darren's the kind ooh. of person who... Do you remember when they, when they used to have those um, submissions and papers for dating? What are they called? What? You know when you had to write into the paper? Like a census. Personal, uh, personal ads. He would always be the one who was like, G-S-O-H, good sense of humour, that's me. I like comics and long walks. Shame is delicious. What was your Tinder bio? I, bet... I like comics and long walks <laughs> by the fuck. Yeah, but what was your Tinder bio? Oh, I never, whenever I was on a dating app, I would never put a long, because who reads that? Especially on Tinder, it was just swiping. Did you, what was yours? I, I, well, hi, I'm Ishan. Oh, you're gonna love me. Who's <laughs> putting? Oh, how did you write? Oh, put a couple of O's, and then you put you're gonna love me, and then you put a wink. So actually, on dating apps, I was very good at them. I didn't get very many matches. I got no matches. But on Muslim Tinder, what's that, Minda? Minda. I like that. I was the bad boy of Minda. Oh, on, because you're because you're because you're not like a like a heart, yeah. yeah. So on it, I could put down like um, I love pork, beer, yeah, yeah basically like Jews, and George Bush. <laughs> yeah, I love all. Of, <laughs> I love them all, right? So I put down like zero faith, zero anything, zero, and I'd get messages from women being like, "Oh, I'm getting married in two weeks. Can we meet in the house and have sex?" What? And there'll be like women being like, oh my God, you're like, you're so disgusting. You eat bacon. Let me sit on your face. <laughs> what? Happened a lot. Just because you're not a practicing Muslim and yeah. their, their husband is obviously practicing yeah. and uh, you're just- And that... apparently me eating bacon apparently makes me more willing to have someone's face. Have, no, have someone sat on my face. Surely if I was pescatarian, there'd be more. <laughs> You proud of that? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> no, but yeah, I was a bad boy of Minda. I like that. So all I had to bad do was boy just, of Minda. All I had to do was put down like how much of a lapsed Muslim I am. And the women went into it. But what were all the other women like on there? Were they all just like, were, were their profiles a bit boring? A little bit. Like there was quite a few of them were 
it's just going to sound like I'm making them up, but they were pixelated. So you wouldn't be allowed to see their faces until they gave you permission. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So there'd be some which were pixelated and some which weren't. I like how even the ones that were like really pixelated, the, you, you, when she says yes, you can see my face, it was still a burka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like, this This was great. Thanks for the pixelation. So, okay. So on Minder, so you just look, wouldn't it look like you were in some sort of like a crime scene or something? Just looking at like pixelated faces? Yeah, yeah. Or like a Japanese porno. Just yeah. Like... <laughs> and then you would message her and go, is they, there any they, chance, me lady? Could they, I see your face? Me. They'd message me being like, oh, I've seen your profile. I've seen your profile and you are obviously like one of the most horrible people on the earth. So you have no morals. Can I'd feel less guilty if I was to have sex with you before I get married. In a couple hey, days. you're going to hell and I want to <laughs> dance with the devil. Yeah. So is there any chance I could bang you, Ishan? Yeah. yeah. And how many times did you say yes? Three. Okay. And we got to know how, how were they? Boring. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't good like obviously it wasn't good because they had loads of guilt about the whole thing like oh i can't believe i'm getting married and i'm like <laughs> you got me into the premier inn <laughs> like, oh premier inn oh my god you have to go downstairs to the iron <laughs> yeah. oh. that's my thing with hotels i i walk in i go if there's not an iron in my room i, I failed mine's a hairdryer there's always a hairdryer. Not always. That's very offensive to me as well when I'm walking to see a hairdryer. I'm like, ugh, not your clientele. I always make sure to like start the hairdryer away from my face. Oh. Just in case. Oh, just in case it's been on someone's balls? Yeah, or like... I didn't quite think of that. There. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I, I, ne I always like let it air out for let me. It just, that's like me with a toilet roll. Like, you know when you go into like a public bathroom and there's toilet roll and you can see someone's pulled it? Yeah. I always take a little bit off and put that in the toilet and then I get my roll. Because I don't trust someone's shit. Do you hands. poo in public? Do I, I don't poo in public. I'm not David Blaine. <laughs> Do you poo in public toilets? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Really? I'm, if I need, if That's I need, disgusting, dude. I've, I've pooed here. I no. I never ever poo in public toilets. You don't poo in public toilets. Never ever. Why? Who do you think you are? It's disgusting. Are you, are you, are you Prince Charles? No, I need to wash my ass. Oh, the washing the ass stuff. The the uh, the bottle stuff. Yeah. This is what separates us. Because clean arseholes and unclean arseholes. I think my arsehole is relatively clean. However, relatively, mine is definitely clean. That's no, but thing. I'm not carrying a bottle. I remember there was a Muslim guy I used to work with, and he would carry a bottle of water. Yeah. And it would be in his bag. Did you ever get confused? I don't. Well, this, this is a very good question. And he would. And that would, he'd go, oh, yeah, it's my like, clean my. Sorry, what, what my, was that? My, I'm trying to do Birmingham. Do it. No, no, Birmingham. <laughs> Your accent is Birmingham. What accent were you trying to do? I was trying to do his accent. What was it? Oh, is that no? It was quite. It was like, oh, hello. I'm just gonna go. No, in. No, that was more what he sounded like. That, that, that was that was him. He was like, no, cut me. Ah, oh, Darren, I'm just gonna go. Bloody, oh, pull this down my ass. Oh, I might have a fucking problem, Muslim geezer, me. Bloody hell, oh, mate. I tell you, I tell you one thing, mate. I love fasting, me. I'll fast all bloody day. <laughs> my arms are right, state. You're gonna fucking watch it. Bloody hell, mate. Legs up. Cup of water. <laughs> uh, no, what actually were you trying to tell me? No, I was trying to do like the guy's accent, but it just didn't from? quite work out. It's from Birmingham. But uh, uh, is really from Pakistan. Okay. <laughs> what is a, what does a Birmingham Pakistani person sound like? Oh, I don't know. I imagine they sound like just you know like a black person or a white person or a mixed person or an Asian East Asian person uh, or an Arab. A lot of TV or an Arab <laughs> an Arab person. I mean, I don't judge people based on their um their their skin color or the the, the sound of their voice. Yeah, I, you do. We all do. I, no. We all judge people on skin. Anybody who says to you, don't make any 
preconceived judgments about a person based on their ethnicity or their race is lying. Not me. 100%. We all do it. Whether it's positive or negative, you're all doing it. Not me. Yeah, you are. No, I don't. I never judge, I've never like, judged you unfairly. You think I'm good at maths? I'm shit at maths. <laughs> no, I think you're good at accounts. Um, yeah, I'm shit at that too. <laughs> But I'll tell you one thing, you can drive me around pretty good. Uber. No, I know what you meant. <laughs> I was like, oh, just to clarify, uh, I'll make a joke about Uber. I always love that with a joke where you're not too sure about it. You just have to do a little, you have to put a little tough on. Do you, know, do you know what I hate? I hate it when, I hate it when people of a certain ethnicity. Oh boy. Justify, no, justify the stereotypes about that. Whoever it is. So like, if I see like an Asian guy driving a BMW like an absolute twat. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're ruining it for all of us. Because <laughs> everyone thinks you're a wanker. But I thought BMW drivers were the sort of Jeremy Clarkson white guy. They, they were the twats. Oh, no, no, but Asian rude boys. I thought Asian rude boys were the Volkswagen Golfs. No, 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 no. Asian, well, not anymore. They've got money now. They have money then. Volkswagen Golfs weren't cheap. Yeah, but they're not BMW. Money, though. no, it's true. BMW money is basically the most racist I am is towards Asian drivers. The number of times I'll drop a P bomb when I'm driving is ridiculous. When I'm being... I can do it, and I'm <laughs> honestly, I fucking hate them. <laughs> okay. I'll really go proper BNP. That's so funny to me. I like, I'm just imagining you've got like you've just got it written on like a card that you can just show up. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to think about you. I don't have to hear it, but you can read that, can't you? Fuck. But there, if there's if there's someone. If there's a particular stereotype attributed to a particular race and they do that thing. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, but I feel like, like obviously the, the whole black people chicken thing, but sometimes, dude, I, I remember I brought fried chicken into a cinema. And <laughs> 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 uh, we stank up the entire cinema. Of course you did. Me and my friend, we had fried chicken in the cinema yeah. and we were both laughing. Saying, and you know what everybody else was doing? They're like, see, I told you. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, there is certain things like watermelons I've only eaten in public. <laughs> I won't do it. It's it's it, I just it's <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I keep going back to those slavery pictures. <laughs> Can't do it, dude. That's Darren. I'll eat a watermelon at home in a dark room. I'm not doing it. And that's what I mean. You know what? You know what made it worse? I was told that and it really stuck with me. <laughs> I was told that. The reason why the black slaves <laughs> ate so much watermelons yeah. was because it had water in yeah. and that was just like a, a water source. <laughs> and it really stuck with me ever since then. Oh my and I was like, that's God. why I love watermelon. I love the water, bit, but I <laughs> so can't do it, fun. dude. If, just, if I'm in public and there's watermelon, I'll eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> I'll have knife and fork or watermelon, like just to, just to get away from. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson said the watermelon is smelting. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake, oh I definitely God, can't This guy, know. how does he know? This guy, how does he know? <laughs> how, does he, how does he know? <laughs> Jeez. Because oh, the thing is, you have the Muslim women letterboxes thing. Yeah. My uncle used to say that about people who wore the niqab all the time. Oh, did they really? Yeah. That's so Everybody does that, though, isn't it? Every race has their thing that other people say. You go, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. But then you go home and they all say it. Yeah. It's like the <laughs> letterboxes thing was, when I heard Boris Johnson first said it, my initial when, reaction, when did he first say that? He said it in a spectator column yes, a few years did, ago. Yeah. And when I first heard it, my first reaction was to be like, oh, fucking, it was like, well, 
Yeah. Uncle Assad says that all the time. You probably you probably heard that and you went, wow, Boris Johnson's got Asian friends. Yeah. Must, <laughs> I was like, he was in the know. They must have told him. <laughs> Who told him? How do you know about that? Yeah, he's, it's, that's, that's Sorry, really funny. For the rest of my life, I'm just going to have an image of you eating watermelon. Dude, I can't. And it's going to be so it's, racist, I know it. It's the best fruit there's ever it's been. Mango. It's so good. Mango is the best. Mango one. is good, but the problem with mango is, yeah. you, how do you like your mangoes? So, as in, yeah. what are you looking like that for? <laughs> Why does how do you like your mangoes get that kind of a look? I don't know. What, I don't know what you mean by the question. Like... Well, do you like them soft or hard? All right, that's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Because <laughs> right. I like a I like a hard mango. You like a hard mango? Like the oh no, I like See? I like a yellow. Well, oh, I like them yellow. I don't yellow like them pink. Orange. No, but the people like green mango, don't they? Yeah. I like them soft. No, see, I like a, I like a nice hard mango. There's, there's a type of mango called jossa. Jossa basically means joss means to, to suck. There's mm -hmm. a mango you've got to suck because the skin is quite tough. Oh yeah. So you can yeah. suck all the mango out from inside. It's amazing. Walk around with a mango in your hand. Mangoes are so important in Asian cultures, right? That there'll be uncles who always tell the same story, and it's always about a particular mango they had. <laughs> give, give, give me, the, give me the so, story. So what will happen is you'll be, you'll be at a house party like with, with your aunts and uncles, whatever, and everyone sat down. There's a lull in conversation, and then the uncle will go, in 1976, <laughs> I went to Delhi, and it was a very hot summer, and there was this stall by the bridge, and I went to the bridge man, and I said to him, it looks like you've got very good mango, and he promised me it was the best mango, <laughs> best mango I ever eat, let me tell you. To this day, I dream about this mango. <laughs> And I've heard the same story about 10 times. That's funny. You, you don't understand mango. Have, have you had the best mango ever? I've had like really good mangoes. Was that like in like Brixton or somewhere? No. Oh, like, like Brixton Market, they have a good... Do they? Yeah. I don't, that's... I don't go... Are you, are you, are you going to... Hold on a second. Are you going to take the mic out of English fruit and veg? It sounds, no. like, it sounds like you were going to go on a... No, no, I don't go to Brixton Market. What market do you go? I used to go to the East London Markets. Like Watney Market. So where do you get your mangoes now? <laughs> Why are you asking me? Because like, you're talking about all these good mangoes. You say, okay. <laughs> you can get those Pakistani honey mangoes on like Green Street. Oh, I know those ones. They're in the boxes. Is that the, and they're quite small looking? They can be quite small, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'll buy boxes of those. Stratford Road. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I like how we've just gone through 20 different topics very no, quickly. We no, we haven't. We've, we did. We've literally just gone. I mean, at one point we were talking about taking toilet roll. I want to ask you, so you had an argument on Twitter with somebody about what, something, What a right? segue! Uh, we don't need a segue on this. We we just, how are we going to lean it? Okay, sorry. Um, you know what? That mango was so good. I saw it on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, because you're, obviously it's been said on this before that I hate Ishan's Twitter account. Explain why. Explain the reason why. Because this is bad. one minute you're like licking Scouser's ass. Next minute you're like kicking Scouser's ass. One minute you're like edgelording. Next minute you are a uh, liberal. One minute you're trying to fuck Pretty Patel. When? Uh, next minute. I mean, you, you did go off on, you did, you, you was kind of obsessed with Pretty Patel. Not, not in a sexual way. She's pretty. No. Hey? Uh, no, no. No, if you're Asian, you don't find Pretty Patel attractive at all. Why? Is it because, she's, because she comes over not Asian? She looks like all of our aunties. It's fucking weird. <laughs> 
That's probably yeah. I get that. And basically, our aunties are really fit. <laughs> <laughs> are your are your are your are your aunties like heart wearing security you know vests? There was one auntie. Do they wear police jackets? No, just no, around no. The there house? was one auntie when I was uh, in, this in is my weird. early teens. Oh, I was so into her. You know, pretty. I don't. <laughs> Uh, well, don't worry, we'll come back to the incest. Um, you know, pretty. Does she do anything that's like Asian? As in, like, does she make it? Because I don't really follow any of that. And I'm always, you know, when they have like a black guy, the black guy's like, oh, I'm at carnival or I'm at bloody whatever. Oh, right, yeah, does yeah. pretty do anything like that? Because I don't really see her do anything that's Not like. Not really. Rishi, like, Rishi's quite Hindu. So he goes yeah. to temple like every week or something. Yeah, he's got like a proper Hindu family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Rishi Rish goes... They walk around trees and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what Hindus do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100%, I'm not 100% sure on Hindus. Yeah. Um, yeah, so your Twitter account. Yeah. You, because uh, uh, I, I heard there was an argument between you and some comedians. There, okay, so on my Twitter account, you know the comedian Rosie Holt. Yes, I, of course I know Rosie Holt. She's the uh, Twitter sensation. It's Twitter sensation Rosie Holt, one of my good friends. She's absolutely amazing. I love her to bits. Uh, check her stuff out if you haven't already. Well, uh, yeah, okay, cool. But she, she explained to me why people get annoyed with me. And she said it's because you're infuriatingly untribal. And well, I yeah, think... well, I'm untribal as well. But, I, but anyway, I don't use Twitter. So. Yeah, yeah, you don't really use Twitter. Yeah. The thing is, what happened is Comedy Unleashed is this uh, comedy night that's at the Backyard Comedy Club. And it sells itself as like a free speech comedy night. Now. Personally, I think it's complete bollocks because you can say whatever the hell you want in comedy club. It, yeah. it just is. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you can't say something, then that makes me question what is it that you want to say? Yeah. Because <clears throat> the kind of comedy I do isn't exactly like, oh, you ever noticed how knives and forks are fucking talk to each other? I'll tell you one thing, guys. I had the best mango the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in 1976. Um, <laughs> So first of all, I don't I don't agree with that as a concept. I think it's a load of nonsense. Yeah, just just going back with that as well. I, I'm a, I, I don't mind the night comedy unleashed. I'm not really yeah. bothered by it. Just not do your thing. It. It's a comedy night. Have fun with it. Yeah. But I, there is something to be said about doing material that you would only do there that you would never do in the club night. Where I think the honesty is taken away from it. And you, if you can't do the material, cause I'm a big fan of doing the material in front of the people. Yeah, yeah. And 100%. if you're not willing to do it there. And you're only willing to do it at a night where you're allowed to say all this sort of stuff. Going off with this, so. do you know David Alfie Ward? Yeah, of course. So David Alfie Ward My is boy. from the Gypsy Traveller community. And I've got a Gypsy Traveller joke, which I did in front of him. And he loved it so much, he wanted to buy the joke from me. What? That's how good the joke is. That's rare. Wow. No, people want to buy my stuff. Um, but yes, that's the point, which is that you should be able, any comedian worth <clears throat> their salt should yeah. be able to do their jokes in front of pretty much any audience. But... Uh, to play Devil's Advocate, Comedy, comedy Unleashed is popular, right? And yeah, it's it is, it is putting comed unknown comedians. It's popular, right? Yeah, bigging but, them up and whatnot, right? But it's popular for the same reason that a lot of these Twitter things are popular because they make you believe that you are part of something that doesn't exist anywhere else. And frankly, it's just bollocks. Yeah, sure, there are other comedy nights like Constantine Kissing talked about, which I haven't done. Quantum it, Leopard. It was quite funny because um, that so that night I remember I was talking to uh, a comedian. I think it was Jamali. Yeah, and he, he said he did it, the Comedy on Lee show. And he was like, I'm, I was like, I know you. And he was like, oh, I know you. Yeah. And Javali was like, oh, yeah, I know him. Uh, when I did my show, the racist show, he's a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's just in the audience. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know you. Yeah, this I know guy. you. Yeah. yeah, Nazi, this guy. Anyway, I'll do my job. But I've been to a Comedy Unleashed night, and there's people going on doing observational stuff about microwaves. Yeah. Like, it's not like a huge... But they have to bill it as... Yeah, yeah, get it all out and yeah. whatever. But again, I've got no problem with it. I've got no problem with any 
Specialized comedy nights. I just, I just feel like a true test is going and doing it at the. Well, Glee you've got or... some very good names for some of the special comedy nights I do with the Muslim community, haven't you? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> the, show, the, the tour is called Muslims Are Coming, but this brother here has renamed them. I don't know what you're talking about. Go. <laughs> they, they are really funny. Uh, Ram fun. Ramadan funny. Ramadan funny. That is Ramadan funny. funny my favourite one is. You had me laughing. You had me laughing. <laughs> I just like how Altaf names it all of his comedy nights like uh, you Mus should be you should be scared. <laughs> Instead of like the Muslim comedy tour, it's like the Muslims yeah, are coming. coming. Yeah. The Muslims are coming. Oh, have you moved yet? Yeah. Because they're coming. The Indians are coming. <laughs> also, Altaf, if you see this, book me, bro. Yeah, yeah book um, him. Who, who is Altaf? Altaf oh. is a comedy promoter based out of Birmingham. He's who, a great guy. He actually, he actually delivered these chairs for us. Did he? Remember, he was at my nan's house and he went and oh, got him. Yeah. I wasn't even there. He I, just... I love this guy, right? He single-handedly built kind of the Asian comedy circuit. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, and he works so hard. And every time we do a gig with him, he says the same thing. Bro, I'm not making money on this, you know? I'm not making money. It's like, it's, you've sold out the theatre. Yeah, bro, but I don't, I don't make money. Can I feed you guys? Can I do this? I'm like, so why are you doing this? Can I do it for the love? I'm like, you're driving a BMW. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, bro, I don't make any money. It's <laughs> so funny that he always says that. I don't make any money on this gig. And you've been like 2,000 people. Like, bro, I don't make any money on this yeah, gig. You know? I'm making a loss. I'm making a loss. But you know, I do seven gigs in one night. About, hey, it's just I'm doing it at a loss. <laughs> the brand. He's been building the brand in Birmingham for the last 15 years. It's been there. I love him. I love you, Altair. He's great. No, yeah, he's a good egg. So, all right. So, Comedy Unleashed. <laughs> announce a... a tour. Oh, okay. They're doing a tour. Yeah, doing a tour, like different comics, and they're going around the country, and different people are doing. That's good. It's a good brand. These comics, I'm sure, are comics who probably aren't even doing their own yeah. tours yet. Yeah. They can make money. Do your thing. Yeah. Whatever. If you've got an audience, go and do it. Why not? So, another comedian, by the way, came out quite scathing, saying, if you do this tour, you're a scumbag. If you do GD wow. news, you're a scumbag. If you do mm. And Darius Davis, who is on the tour, yeah. says, and I thought he was quite fair about it. He was like, listen, what do you want me to do, right? Clubs aren't booking me because they believe this thing. This tour's coming. It's a money spinner for me. I've got kids to feed. I'm doing the tour. Yeah. Right? And this was the bit that really annoyed me. Presents themselves as part of the lefty brigade and said, and this is the horseshoe theory that you see in philosophy sometimes. On Twitter, said to Darius, well, on the kid thing, if you can't afford to have a child, don't have one. I mean... You're just turning a right-wing narrative back. Yeah. I don't... Cause no, because they were making a defence for why Darius no one should be doing this tour. They said you shouldn't be doing a tour if you have to pander to right-wing ideology. Now, here's my... This is my beef with it. Is if you consider yourself a true liberal, you should have no issue with them doing a free speech comedy tour. If you consider yourself a true liberal or part yeah. of the left, yeah. really, you should have not... Don't have an issue with someone doing a comedy tour. It's like, that to me is what true liberalism is. At the same time, you can't then go around saying, oh, there's a free speech comedy tour because you're mm. not saying anything that you can't say anywhere else. And if there are things that you want to say, what is it you want to say? Yeah. So for them, Comedy Unleashed, they've, they've built a brand, of yeah. course. Um, I can't remember the guy's name who runs it, but I know he's really Andrew popular. Andrew Doyle. Andrew Doyle is like big free speech, does yeah. that character. Titania McGrath. Titania McGrath, really takes the piss out of the left. Like some of it's hysterical, just yeah. mad shit. Yeah. Obviously Rogan guy, all that now. Yeah. I get it. Comedy Unleashed, yeah, they do video clips. They've had a lot of comics. They've built their own sort of... I can, I can see what they're doing because obviously it's turning into a brand, isn't it? Comedy yeah. Unleashed is turning into a brand. So you want to go around, bring some comics out, everybody makes some money. Now, I don't necessarily believe that... I mean, I don't know who the other acts are, but I don't believe all these acts are not getting paid as well. I think... I'm sure there's acts on there who are full-time comics, yeah. able to make a living. I've got no problem with him taking the gig. Here's my thing. 
just to cut a long story short, why are, why are comics just attacking other comics for just taking work? I don't know. Get it. This is the thing. When did this fucking start, man? I don't know. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like, weird. I I think I've mentioned before, so I did some tour support for Lee Hurst. <laughs> Lee Hurst, yeah. Three or four years ago. Now, Lee Hurst, for those of you that don't know, quite big in the 90s, he did a game show called got, uh, Play to the Whistle or something like that. No. Uh, they think it's all over. I think it's all over. Uh, so he did that. And then over the years, he's become a bit of a right-wing mouthpiece, said some Islamophobic yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> quite right. Certainly someone I don't agree with. Of course. On anything. But he had a tour and he wanted me to do his tour support. And he took me to places like in Kent and Essex where audiences would stop clapping as I approached the stage. Now, a lot of comics got angry with me saying, why are you putting money in his pocket? And I'm like, well, put money in your pocket. Put money in my pocket. A, B, a gig's a gig. C, if I can make these people laugh, it makes me a better comic. Also, let me say this. Me and you, as acts, we've been to the whitest parts of this country to do fucking comedy in. Yeah. We've walked on stage and we immediately go, oh, they fucking hate me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't I do it for this guy who's probably going to pay me decent? Yeah. And I know that at least I've got him who can, you know, introduce me and I've got his backing as opposed to some ass fuck promoter where you just turn up and everybody in the room fucking looks at you and goes, oh, what are you doing here? What's going on with this? Like, I'd rather do that gig than 90% of some of these gigs that I did when I was starting out. Yeah, 100%. When, I, when they, these, you know, these white guys are just getting too weird after the gig, like trying, yeah. to, trying to grab you and, oh, fucking, let's get a photo of this guy. We don't get many like you here. Yeah. yeah. But the crucial thing is, the thing that annoys me the most is both sides have this big issue, which is that they think they are altering Social discourse. Yeah. That they're all, me turning up to do a gig in fucking Faversham in Kent for Lee Hurst is suddenly not going to make the right wing mob of the UK go, oh, yeah, we're in a right wing country. No, it's not, it's not going to do that. And it's not going to make them laugh. Um, I, I made this. Before. I deserve something. <laughs> I, did you really? Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you do a dance at the end? No, I didn't. You have to drive them home? Yeah, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> Have you, have you ever done gigs that you're just completely ashamed of? Brighton. Uh, I've done, I, I did Daily Mail. I've done a gig for Daily Mail before. Daily Mail made me one of their pics of the fringe. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Took I, that. Th I think I've had something so, like that. So did them. the North London Jewish Chronicle. Come on. North London Jewish Chronicle? Yeah. Did you do a gig for them? No. They came to my show and they loved it. Yeah. No issue. No, honestly, the gigs I regret, I promise you, are the most liberal gigs. The yeah. gigs that present themselves yeah. as being gatekeepers of the left. I would say student gigs. Or student gigs. Student gigs now. They're the ones <sighs> I come out with a bad taste in my mouth. Mate, life. I remember when I first started, I would do student gigs. I would turn up there thinking I was like the fucking prom king. I'd be like, hey, God, because I was like 20, you know, 19. I'm one of you. Yeah, and back then, you know, 15 years ago or whatever, there was none of this. You could just say whatever you want. And I did a student gig maybe about three years ago. And I can't remember what I was talking about, but it just got, ooh. It was weird in yeah. the room, and I was like, oh, never again. I did a gig in Liverpool last year. There was this... Um, Fucking Ishan. There was a... <laughs> <laughs> that was better than your uh, Birmingham Pakistani dude. Uh, that was, it was just a um, Birmingham man. I did a series of <laughs> gigs for... His race wasn't in there. For the whole summer called Adventure Cinema. It was, they were horrible gigs. In a cinema? It? No, it was called Adventure Cinema. It was like outdoor cinema. Oh, yeah. And I, I did on and did, went on and did for half an hour before the film, and they Oof. weren't fun gigs. What was the film? I would hate to see there you were before different films. Pulp Fiction. There was Greece. There was oh, my fucking... God. As you talking about for being a Muslim and all this, and then, <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Honestly, boo. Get rid of this guy. But there was this one gig I did in Liverpool. It actually went really well, because it's Liverpool. My home away from home. Love you, Liverpool. Ugh, the city. Not the football club, but... So I did the gig, no. and after the gig, 
two women came up to me after waiting for me, and I thought, "Excuse me, soft lad." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Do you say soft lad? Soft lad, yeah. Why soft? That's what they. That's what they Do say. They? Everyone's so, yeah, soft. You know this girls just call they people don't. soft lad. No, they don't. Yes, they fucking. I've do. not heard that once. Okay, they definitely do. No, soft no, lad. you've been watching some sort of fucking. Uh, uh, yeah. I think I was watching Brookside. Brookside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was watching all episodes of, uh, Is there a guy there called Jimmy Corkill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was these two women waiting for me, and I thought... I'm going to shag. Man shagging. Or something's happening. Man's right? going to get some, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're both of an ethnic variety, right? Uh, <gasps> you say like an ITV newsroom. <laughs> Of an ethnic <laughs> variety. Right. Oh, I, I thought you were going because no. they were of an ethnic variety. No, you, you literally said that like you were doing some sort of like Queen's dinner. <laughs> so I went up to them and what ethnic variety? Well, I found that? out one was a Tunisian woman and the other was a Moroccan woman. Nice, right? Bit of fun. They spent twenty minutes okay. telling me that my material had set the cause of fighting racism back ten years. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious, <laughs> right? Telling me that I was a bit of a sellout. Oof, I've had that. Telling me that uh, the, the jokes that I said on stage are making the cause for ethnic minorities in the country that much harder. And I idiotically stood there for 20 minutes. One of them was almost crying because one of them works in anti-racism. The other one's a human rights barrister. Why are they at a comedy gig? Right? And they, they, they came to the cinema show and then I finally Oh, that's up. a good point. <laughs> <laughs> They can watch Dirty Dancing. Yeah, and and I Dirty Dancing was one of the films. Um, and so they're telling me this for 20 minutes. And I was just like what? so flummoxed. Why would you listen to it? That they are telling me that my jokes is making the world a hard, more difficult place for people from an ethnic minority. It was just so much mental gymnastics that I had to do. I didn't say anything for 20 minutes. At the end, the Tunisian woman says, can I take your number? Do you, know, do, you, do, you, do you have, you're not saying anything. Do you have something to say? And I know this was rude on my part. And I went, are you done? And they said, yeah. And I said, I don't care. I, I don't know what you want me to do. That's a perfect response. Yeah. I didn't understand. And they like, oh, maybe you should think about your material. I said, no, no, I'll think about my, my material when audiences aren't laughing. Until that point, I've got nothing to think about. The audience enjoyed There were people queuing. It's Some people so were waiting funny. to take pictures with me. It's so funny that in the background is like, I've had the, the time of my life. And you're like, can you just please leave me alone? <laughs> right? But that was an example of where, why I don't like certain types of gigs because you get people from the liberal left yeah. who think, take it upon themselves to be able to say, I know what comedy is and I'm going to tell you. It's, I, it's, I had people had a go at me for making jokes about my mum's funeral. Well, you shouldn't do that. It's sad. I'm, I actually agree with them. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> um, I, uh, about how long has the Ukraine war been going on for? Since no. February. Since February. So February, I was talking about Ukraine on stage. Yeah. And it's all, it couldn't have been more pro-Ukraine. It's especially when it was like fresh happening. Everybody was like, what's going on? Hack. Two people in. So hack. It's not hack. It was, it, was, it, it was like three days into Ukraine. And I was like, it's horrible. And then I was doing some jokes about how much I love Zelensky and all that sort of stuff. And these two people in the crowd. No, no, no. And I was like, because I, I, it's a venue I play a lot in London. And I was like, oh, this is great. Finally, I can just really wake up a little Ooh, bit. 99. Of course. Yeah. I, 
I was excited because you know when you're excited to do a new new yeah, bit, yeah, 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 but yeah. then you get heckled and you go, oh, I can now work out what the issue is with issue, the bit, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. There is no issue. The issue that they had was me mentioning Ukraine in At general. All. Their whole thing was, there's a war going on and there's people dying and they have no room to be mentioned at a comedy gig. And I- Were they I, Ukrainian? No! They were from like Essex. Fuck. They were like from Basildon. And it was so good because- we, Which we do call the Ukraine of Essex. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't known as Bas Vegas, but now it's uh, <laughs> the Ukraine of Essex. And, we, and I, I took my, and the good thing was it happened three minutes in. So I then spent the next 18 minutes just dealing with them and the crowd. And the crowd fucking hated him for boots so much. Really? It was great because I explained, I just literally broke down what comedy is and why they're in the wrong. And it was so weird because they couldn't hear it. But the daughter who was yelling was so hot. <laughs> it was very, it was very off putting. <laughs> but her, she was yelling, her dad was yelling, but she was yelling like she wanted to fight me, which was just, which really? was really, one. which was really, I don't know, I probably, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't let her hit me. <laughs> Sexually? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, physically, sexually. You, Hold on. To... We've got off topic again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Quickly, what happened with the... No, no, so I just put this tweet out and then just saying exactly what I said to you, that if you're truly a liberal, you shouldn't have a problem with the free speech comedy night. But stop calling it a free speech comedy night because that actually mean, doesn't mean anything. It's just, And if you are so hot about it, I want to know what, what it is you want to say that you feel like you can't say because you can. It's bollocks. And some people just got upset with me being like, oh, you shouldn't be supporting a free speech comedy night. I'm like, I'm not supporting them. Given, I'm allowing... Comedians? Give, yeah. And I'm like, they have the right to do I one. I just don't understand what the, what the issue is. Even, even if the fucking... Bro, Jim Davidson. Jim Davidson has been banned from doing a gig in, I think it was Devon, yeah. because he said he doesn't support Black Lives Matter. He did a video where he just talked about why he doesn't support Black Lives Matter, and he just says it's more divisive. Neither does Wilfred Zaha. Does he? No. no. Whatever. Also, back check on that. I'm not sure he doesn't support... He's, he doesn't support he doesn't taking the knee. knee. With the comedians not being banned from venues. Yeah. A lot of the time, that's the venue have just decided they don't want the hassle. The, like, no, no, no. I get the venue. Yeah, but I get the venue not wanting. But the venue, literally, the venue did say that he has values and stuff that we don't agree with at this point. Obviously, it's their venue; they can do what they want. But my thing is, he can. He should be able to do stand-up comedy. Like, I don't have to agree with him. Yeah, I'm sure his views on gays, women, blacks, yeah. LGBT is not going to be the yeah, same. I don't as want mine. to run for office. But, yeah, yeah, he should be able to do pretty stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap, man. I, like, if I was at a gig and Jim Davidson was in another room and I was finished, I'm going into that room to watch Jim Davidson. Yeah. There is no way in hell. Can you I, imagine a woke Jim Davidson gig? A, a woke Jim, a Jim, Jim Davidson gig. Do you think that publicizing where you can't play gigs sells more to yeah, 100%. places that you can play gigs? Yeah, probably. Of course. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, because even if it's just one... It's like um, your boy, you mentioned him earlier. Ooh, ooh, I remember it because he was uh, trying to do that university gig and they had all these rules. Constantine kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he really liked... I'm so annoyed about that, right? Because I did the same thing. What? I refused to do the gig. But you just didn't bother to like... I didn't just put it. it online. Yeah. But then he put it online and then became famous. And I'm like, But he really, he really like leaned into it and, that, yeah. and, like, and really rode. But I don't know what... I, my thing with comedy is, and uh, it's weird that we're just discussing comedy. You, but you have no jokes. It really does... My thing... I've got lots of jokes. Honey, <laughs> I haven't written one in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> what even is comedy at this point? It's because you've been doing like, oh, Ukraine, bad war. Oh, Ukraine, mad war, innit? Give me laughter, guys. Um, I just think it's weird that comedians are attacking other comedians. Remember when we were growing up in comedy? Like yeah. how there was, this, there was this term called hacks. Yeah. Remember a hack? Yeah. No one's a hack anymore. Everyone is either just you're like... Ishan Hackbar. Everyone's either... <laughs> 
Everyone's either like a left liberal comedian yeah. or a right wing Nazi comedian. Yeah, There's yeah. no, like, you, nobody just goes, oh, they're a shit comedian, they're hack. Everybody just goes, oh, no, what they say is derogatory to it. It's like, come on, guys, man. But also, the hack thing, I don't buy. Like, There's hacks, there's plenty of hacks. Who, yeah, who cares? Yeah, who if, gives a shit? If the audience are laughing, fucking by all means, you mm. get yours, my friend. That sounds, that's, I'm imagining you going on stage now and going, hey, man, well, there's, and then there's <laughs> black people. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's a hack. A hack is a gag fee. But I imagine you. I imagine you steal all the material you could never. You could yeah, never hun- really. one hundred percent. Yeah, as a white girl living in, I have done an N word joke on stage. You know, have you? Have yep. you actually said it? Yeah, good for you. And it went. Re- <laughs> it went really well. It went really, really well. And then your ass clenched. <laughs> no, no, it went really well. Uh, in fact, the, I'll tell you the joke. Go ahead, Joe. The joke is about how I live in quite a BNP EDL area. Yeah, and I was walking down the that's road, and the guy. Trigger warning, there'll be racist slurs used here. And a guy from across the road went and I could see their pen just jotting stuff down. A guy from across the road, oh, you fucking fat pack. And I went, come on, mate, that's quite lazy. You can think of some better racist terms. You didn't say that in the moment. You were, oh, no, leave me alone, sir. No, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, no, not going to be like this bastard. <laughs> he, he said, oh, you fucking fat pack. And I said, come on, mate, got to be more creative than that. It's quite lazy. I've been called better things before. And he said, like what? And I said, sanding. And then he said, you're not allowed to use that word, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cracker of a gag. That's not a terrible joke, to be fair. Is that, really, that's not a bad joke. He joke. hates himself for laughing. Shame is delicious. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Shame is Delicious. Please go to wherever you get your podcasts and where possible, give us a five star review because not all podcast platforms have a review option available do they no which i think is wise which is wise but yeah. where you can i think apple podcast you certainly can give us a five star review it makes it so much easier for us make sure you follow us on all the socials where shame is delicious everywhere except twitter uh because some prick has got that handle so on twitter where shame delicious follow us there like subscribe share tell your friends tell your grandma uh and any other living people in your family yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the way you yeah. looked at me I said grandma's dead of course who's grandma no he said grandma then he said any other living oh yeah yeah grandma could be dead grandma could be dead she's the most likely to be dead out of, yes. all, out of the actual family you mentioned all the family said grandma then said any other living ones uh, yeah when, yeah Just really be, she's be probably what uh, about granddad gra- yeah I don't have any of my grandparents yeah uh, or a mum so what you need to do also is send us your shameful stories anything whether it's, it's something Something shameful you've done, something shameful other people have done, or something shameful that they've done that they don't know they've done, but you think they should be ashamed. Send it to us on social media, even to our own social media. I'm at Ishan Akbar. He is at... Uh, this is really awkward. Dane. That's not... Funny. Darren Harriet. Terrible. <laughs> at, I can't even call you Ramesh because he's successful. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Shame wow. is delicious. delicious. Shame is delicious Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions